spicy ladies. Welcome to this week's episode of Spice of Life. Today's episode is about to be full of so much goodness, so much direction, and a lot of practical things, but I just want to let you know to buckle up because I'm about to go into some deep things. We're about to talk about some really important things, not only as a business owner, but as a woman. And I hope that as you listen and as you're taking in my episodes week by week, that you not only feel as a business owner, like you're growing, but you also feel just as a woman that you're becoming healthier and noticing areas in your life that, that you could improve upon or, or areas in your life that you're doing really well. So today I want to talk about boundaries and protecting your energy. And here is what I mean when I say your energy, I mean, your spirit, your soul, the people that you're surrounding yourself with your energy, as in your, you, yourself, how are you protecting yourself mentally? How are you protecting yourself spiritually? What does that look like for you in all realms of your life? I know for myself and a lot of listeners on here, it's like, we have our personal lives where we show up as, um, you know, as a woman, we show up as a wife, we show up as a mom, you know, we, we run our home, we have our work life, whether that be like a nine to five or whatever, shift that looks like for you. You have your work life, which for a lot of us and including myself, our work is, um, you know, our nine to five is our number one investor into our business. So we have our personal life, we have our work life, and then we have our business, which in those three realms, you have to decide to set boundaries. You have to decide that, um, it's important for you to protect yourself in order to protect those three things. And, and even bigger than that, but I'm, I just really want to hone in on our personal life, our work life and our business life. And I will go back and forth saying like personal and professional. And when I say professional, I do mean your business. And I also mean your nine to five, if you're someone who is doing both. And I just want you to know if you're on here and you're currently working a nine to five and you only have one stream of income, it's absolutely possible for you to have multiple streams of income. And if you're interested in working with me, I would lead you to my Instagram page. I have all kinds of information on there for you. Or if you're looking at another opportunity and you find yourself um, setting this boundary of, well, I just don't think I can do it next to a job, or I just don't know if I can work a job and I have an additional stream of income. I, this is a totally a sidebar, but I just want to let you know that is completely possible for you. And there are a lot of opportunities in the world right now for you to make money online and for you to have another stream of income, whatever that looks like. Um, so protecting your energy, why, like, why, why take the time to set boundaries? Why take the time to worry about your energy and worry about what's going on for you? Well, for one, it's contagious. And I talk about this all the time, but the, you are who you surround yourself with. So if you surround yourself with people who are constantly negative, constantly complaining, constantly gossiping, constantly slandering, whatever, you are going to quickly become that person. It's the same thing. Like if you surround yourself with people who go out all the time, who don't take care of themselves, who could care less about others, you are going to become that person. Or if you are somebody who surrounds yourself with people who are uplifting and who are setting goals and who um, very carefully choose who's in their circle and choose the words that come out of their mouth and are very mindful and thoughtful, you are be going to become that person. You know, one of my favorite things to think about is like, if you surround yourself with five millionaires, you're probably going to become the sixth. And it's the same thing on the opposite end of the spectrum. If you surround yourself with five lazy people who just, you know, live paycheck to paycheck their entire life, you are going to become the six. There is no way for you to surround yourself with that kind of energy and come out different. There just isn't. And as you are growing and developing and becoming healthier, I just want you to know that 
the people that do not match your energy will naturally fall off. And I don't say that from a place of being insensitive. I just say that to mean as you grow your energy and you improve and you level up in your energy, there are going to be people in your life who cannot handle it. And it's not your responsibility to level down or dim yourself down in order to make them comfortable ever. So your energy is contagious. And it's not only contagious between people. So it's not like, you know, the five people you surround yourself with, you're going to become the six. It's also contagious in your realms of life. So if you have a negative workspace, more than likely that negativity is going to pour into your personal life. And, and then from there, it's going to pour into your business. And certainly we can create boundaries. And I'm going to talk about that today, but you have to understand that the energy that you surround yourself with on all three realms pours into one another. And the good news is, let's say you do have a negative workspace right now. Well, you can really work hard to make your personal life positive and uplifting and mindful and empathetic. And you can work really hard to make sure your business is that way. And I hope that your business is that way. I hope that your business is kind and uplifting and empathetic and you're serving and you're intentional and you're meeting the needs of others. You can be really intentional about doing that in your personal life and your business and let that pour into your work life. And I am a living, breathing example of that. I have um, been in workplaces where there has been gossip or slander or whatever, and I have chosen to be very intentional about my personal life and my business and allow that to pour into my work life as opposed to letting the negativity of my work. And my work isn't always, isn't always negative. Don't hear me wrong, but certainly there are days but I have chosen to be really intentional about ensuring that at least in my personal life, I'm going to be uplifting. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to always try to be healthier, same with my business and allow that to pour into my work. I have also seen in my work life where the constant, you know, negativity has poured into my personal life or, or poured into my business. And in that realm, I've had to set boundaries. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. So as a business owner, whether you want it to or not, your personal life is going to bleed into your business. And I don't know about you, but I love my business and I take care of that thing and I'm working on harvesting it and nurturing it and growing it into something that's sustainable for the long haul. And I, I absolutely love it. And sure, there are days when it's hard, but I take so much care and I prioritize that thing so well that I'm very careful about the energy that I allow around me because I know it's going to affect the different areas of my life, including my business. It is of top importance to me that my business is taken care of and nurtured and cared for and that I come into my business with high belief and that I come into my business with positivity and I come into my business serving and meeting the needs needs of others always. And I cannot meet the needs of others if I am not meeting my own needs. And so that's really what I'm going to get into a lot today is how are you meeting the needs of yourself? How are you setting boundaries in your personal life? How are you setting boundaries in your work life? And how are you setting boundaries in your business to ensure that each one is taken care of? But really, like the point of this podcast is to help you in your business. So really, how are you taking care of yourself and setting boundaries so that your business doesn't suffer? So I really want to start and just dive right into four practical steps that you can start taking to, to protect your energy. And when I say inner, like energy is everywhere. 
It just is it's out. We are ourselves energy. And so again, when I say that, I just mean your, your spirit, your soul, your mind, your, what you are carrying and, and remember what you input, you output. So it's very important for you to choose to input things that are healthy for you in order for you to output things. Or like they say all the time, like you cannot pour from an empty cup. So you need to make sure that you are pouring into yourself and feeding yourself good energy so that you are somebody who pours out good energy. Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to be somebody who spews out negative energy or spews out bad energy or bad vibes, whatever you want to call it, because then I'm going to repel away the people that I want in my life, because I want people in my life who are uplifting and who are solution focused and who are empathetic and who serve others and who love people. So if I myself am not showing up that way, I cannot expect people in my life to be attracted to me. So the first practical step is first to give yourself permission to set boundaries. And I had a really tough time with this at first because I used to be a people pleaser. And that's something that I'm letting go of. I'm letting go of the opinions of others. I'm letting go of the thoughts of others. I'm letting go of what they think of me, what they think of my actions, because at the end of the day, other people don't pay my bills. And at the end of the day, other people don't have to lay down with me at night and be in my head and make sure that, that the decisions that I made that I'm happy with and that the decisions that I made are glorifying the kingdom. So that for me, when I, when I really let that sink in, that helped a ton of like, you won, don't you won. And I, let's, let's put the bill second. You won, do not have to lay down with me and, and assess my day. You don't lose sleep over my decisions. And number two, other people don't pay my bills. So if I'm doing things to improve myself and, and level up in my life and help my family, if you don't agree with it, that's not my fault. And I want to give that, I want to give that permission to you as you're making decisions and you're doing things. And especially if you're making decisions that are out of the norm, which I think it's really cool that creating a side income is now becoming normal, but for a long time, it was, it, it, was and kind of still is abnormal or weird for people to show up and sell things online or show up and monetize their social media. And more and more, you know, we um, are becoming accustomed to influencers. I think, um, I think, what is it? 75% or 80% of activity on Instagram is transactional. It is people going on to Instagram and buying things. And so as I just want you to know, as you step up and make decisions for yourself to level up yourself, not everybody in your life is going to understand that. And you got to set boundaries now and, and choose right now that you're going to be okay. Even if everybody doesn't agree with you. And not only that, it's like, not only are you going to be okay, but you have to have your own back. You have to know the, I know that these are the best decisions for myself in this moment. And as I learn, and as I grow, and as I make mistakes, and as I fail, I'm going to learn as I go, but I know right now I'm going to have my own back. And this is the best decision for me and my family. And if nobody else understands that that's a them problem, it's not a me problem. And I need you to receive that. If people don't understand the decisions that you're making, that's not your problem. That's their problem. The second place is if you have people in your life, because, you know, I will be, you know, open and honest. I had, when I first started, I'm in network marketing. If you, if this is the first episode that you've ever listened to, I'm in a network marketing, social selling company. I love it. I think it's a genius business model. It's the only business model in the world where you can create residual income. And when I first started, I had one of my family members reach out to me and say, I don't think this is a good idea for this, 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 and this reasons. 
Mind you, I did not ask this person what they thought. I did not ask them what their opinion was. It was unsolicited. And so I messaged back and said, this is the best decision for me and my family. And if you don't understand that, that's okay, but I'm going to keep continuing to, but I'm going to continue to make this decision because I know where it can lead for my family. And, and friend, like there's so many practical steps that you can take now in order to protect your energy and I hope that as you're listening to this and I give you these tips, I just want you to notice how your body feels when I give you different tips and tricks, because there are going to be things that maybe stir up inside of you that maybe feel uncomfortable for you, but that's okay because uncomfortability means that you're growing. And so one of the things that you can do, or that I did is I just placed it on do not disturb. And so if they message me or if they text me, I get to decide when one, I feel like reading it. And two, when I feel like responding. You can mute people on social media. This is like the coolest thing. And, and honestly, from my perspective, you can mute somebody for a time. Like if you find yourself comparing yourself to them or, and you're going into compare and despair, like in that realm, I think that's when it's a good idea to mute somebody, but, or if you're on social media and somebody is, you know, spewing negativity about you, like you specifically, or about what you're doing, just unfollow them. There are plenty, like they say all the time, there are plenty other fish in the sea. There are plenty of other people on social media and you don't, you get to curate your feed to your liking. And this is one of the ways that you set boundaries. You curate your social media feed to feed you what you want out of it. And if you want social media to be a place of growth and in a place where you're challenged and a place where you're uplifted and you're empowered, then curate your feed that way. And if somebody is in your circle and they are not that person, unfollow them. Again, if they even notice, they probably won't even notice, but let's say that they do notice that is their problem. If they notice and they're and their feelings are hurt by it, that is their problem. It's not your problem. And by the way, you do not have the power to make anybody feel anything on either realm, positive or negative. You can choose words carefully and you can speak carefully and you can do things carefully, but at the end of the day, their thoughts determine their feelings, not you. You don't have that power. Just like nobody has the power to make you feel anything. Like nobody can walk up to me and say, Hey, Julia, you need to be sad. And then I'm sad. Nobody can make you feel anything. And it's the same thing. If they come up to me and they insult me, I decide whether that hurts my feelings or not. Because here's the thing, if they come up and say something, you know, insulting to me, I decide if it insults me or not. My thoughts about it decide if it's insulting or not. And then from my thoughts, I feel insulted or not, or just let it go. Cause who gives a shit what they say? So you can place the contact on do not disturb. You can mute them on socials for a time, or you can just completely unfollow them. In a practical setting, you know, let's say you're with people face to face, if you're in a group and this has happened to me before, and the conversation turns into something negative or it turns to gossip, or it turns into something that you do not agree with, sis, get up, put one foot in front of the other and leave. Just walk away from the conversation. I've done it before. I've been in a group of women who felt the need to gossip about somebody else who wasn't in the room, which I don't like that good rule of thumb. We don't talk about people if they're not in the room. We don't talk about people if they're not there. That's immature. If that happens, walk away. Or if I haven't had the opportunity to walk away and same for you, if you can't leave the conversation, steer it a different direction. Yeah, but so-and-so, or did you see so-and-so? 
you do not have to comply to negative energy. You're not required to comply to it. If you are in a situation and you don't like where the energy is headed, move away from that energy or be the person that shifts the energy somewhere else. You have the power to shift energy. This is why energy and the study of it and the conversations around it are so crucial because people do not realize how much power they have. You need to understand that you have the power to shift energy in a room. And this is why your energy is so important because when you walk into a room, your energy enters into that room and people feel you. So you need to make sure that you are somebody that people want to feel. You need to make sure somebody, you are somebody who's uplifting and inspiring and motivated and kind and empathetic and serving. You you need to make sure that you give that out so that when you walk into a room, people can receive that. That is so powerful. Do you understand how powerful it is for you to have uplifting and positive energy and give it into a room? Because there are people in this world that need that. There are people in this world who need people in their lives who have uplifting energy and you can be that person, but it starts with protecting your own energy. It starts with deciding what kind of energy you want to have and saying yes or no to things and people that come into your life that either um, coincide with the energy that you're looking for or that don't. And don't be afraid to say no to things that don't match you anymore. If somebody comes into your life and they're trying to give you energy that doesn't match you anymore, sis, no, no, thank you. And again, if they don't like it, that is their problem, not yours. And then the last practical step that I want to give you is setting the expectation from the get. From the very start, you got to start setting the expectation of who you are, what kind of energy you carry and what you allow or don't allow. Um, And I don't mean like walking into a conversation with a new person and being like, this is who I am. This is what I allow. Like, no, okay. You're doing the most. I mean, walking in and carrying an energy where you do shift conversations into something uplifting or something solution-based or being the person that says, Hey, y'all like, she's not even in the room right now. I don't know that we should be having this conversation or yeah, I don't really believe that that's truth. So I'm going to deny that. Or that is really um, insensitive and hateful. So I'm going to reject that. It's, it's being bold in who you are and, and trusting that your people will be attracted to you and setting the expectation from the get almost like courageously choosing to be your fullest self and knowing that even if your people aren't around you right now, they are coming. And you will notice more and more as you set boundaries in your personal life and for your spirit, for your energy, and you set boundaries in your business and you set boundaries in your work life, that your people will come to you and the ones not meant for you will fall off. And I cannot say that enough because what happens is because energy is contagious, I almost think of it like a magnet and you can't see my hands right now, but you know how magnets like the opposite end of the the North and South come together, but the North and the North repel. So for you, as you are growing and you're developing and you're setting boundaries and you're stepping out in your fullest, most authentic self, you're going to become a magnet who attracts the right type of person and repels the wrong. And it will just start happening. People will notice who you are and what you're about, and they will dismiss themselves from your life if they don't agree with, if they don't feel like they're the same type of person, which is a beautiful thing. That's a good thing. And it doesn't mean that anything's wrong with them. And it damn sure doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. You might just have two different kinds of energies and that's okay. 
And you've got to get into a place where you've got to understand that you cannot be all things for all people. You were not created to cater to everybody around you. And what's crazy is we're almost taught that we should from the get-go. And I went to public school. I'm sure a majority of you on here did. Um, but, you know, in public school, something happened and, and the teacher would say like, oh, like he hurt your feelings or she hurt your feelings. We are given this idea from very early developmental years that we have the power to dictate people's feelings. So then we, we move, we, we either move into a space where we don't give a shit or we move into a space where we're so concerned about everybody else's feelings, but our own that we, we inevitably grow up and become people pleasers. And then we're just trying to people, we're just trying to please everybody around us and not even worried about ourselves. And that's not okay. That is a lack of boundaries. And it goes back to what I said earlier. You do not have the power to make anybody feel anything. You were not given that power. So if you are somebody and you are recognizing that you're a people pleaser, I want you to release that today. There's nothing that you can do that can make somebody feel good or make somebody feel pleased or make somebody feel happy. You don't have that power, sis. So just release the need to try and do it. Release the need to try. The only person's feelings that you are in charge of are your own. And so if you know for a fact that that's true, Set the boundary that you are no longer going to please other people around you at the sake of yourself. Can you serve them? Absolutely. Can you love them? Absolutely. Can you meet their needs? Absolutely. But if you do those things and they're still not pleased, that's not your fault. And it's not your responsibility. Looking back at the four steps, one, give yourself permission to set boundaries. Two, Practically, you can place contacts on do not disturb. You can, you can forward their calls. You can mute somebody on social media. You can unfollow them altogether. Um, in personal settings, you can walk away from a conversation or be the bold person that steers a conversation a different way. And here's the thing. Honestly, I've done this in my life before and I've watched other people do it. And it's really not that uncomfortable. Again, and if it is uncomfortable for people, then you might not be in the right circle. Because I think about the circle of friends that I have in my business, and we've had conversations before where it almost started to turn negative, or we almost started to talk about somebody that's not in the room. And somebody in my circle was like, hey, we need to stop this right here. She's not here to talk about what actually happened. We are not going to talk about it until she's here. And that to me is the most respectful. And you know what happened in that room? Everybody in the room was like, you know what? Thank you. That's a good idea. And the energy in the room shifted. So you need to make sure that you find yourself in circles that, that operate that way. And if you don't have a circle that operates that way, then again, I highly encourage you to go visit my Instagram and see if my community is something that you would like to be a part of. And if you don't have circles like that, DM me, reach out to me because you can certainly come hang out with me because I will not put up with it. And you can watch what it looks like. And it's not even like, yes, be the bold person that steers the conversation, but really it's not so bold if you're in the right circles or walk away. If you're not able to steer the conversation, they don't want to hear it. Just walk away. And then the last thing, of course, is setting the expectation from the jump. So let's think, let's, let's think about this in our realms and, and in our world. So first and foremost, we got to start setting boundaries in our home life, in our personal life for ourselves. And we also have to understand that our self is top priority. 
again, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And it's so frustrating for me when Christians are like, well, you should love others first and you should serve others first and this, that, and the other. Okay, honey, the Bible verse is love your neighbor as you love yourself. So you cannot love your neighbor adequately if you do not love yourself. It's just logic. Yes, you should serve others. Yes, you should let them go ahead of you. Yes, like obviously help them and serve them and meet their needs. But understand that if your needs are not met, you cannot meet the needs of others. If your cup is not full, you cannot pour into others. So it actually is vital for you to take care of yourself and prioritize yourself first. And if you are somebody that's listening right now and you love Jesus, you're a Christian, you need to prioritize your relationship with God, your creator, first and foremost. Because since he created you, the more you get to know him and love him, love the creator, the more you're going to love and get to know and adore the, the person, the woman that he created. The more you love the creator, the more you're able to love the work of art. So prioritize yourself, prioritize getting up early and journaling and spending time with God and reading and spending time with yourself. I talked about this on my morning episode, my morning routine episode. If you want more tips and tricks on how to do that, please go back to that episode. It's such a good practical episode for you. Prioritize yourself, prioritize your self-care. Recognize when you need your different energies met. Because sometimes for me, I need to be around people, but sometimes I just need to be by myself. I'm around people and I'm growing people and I'm leading my team day in and day out. I'm pouring into people. I'm loving on my husband. I'm taking care of my house, you know, just like you are, just like you are. But I have to recognize when I need my alone time. I would highly encourage you to sit down at some point and start listing out the things that you learned during the pandemic. Cause I think that you will recognize that the pandemic happened for you. It didn't happen to you. And one of the things that the pandemic has done for me is helped me stay home. I am more of a homebody now than I ever have been, but I'm also physically, spiritually, and personally and mentally healthier than I've ever been my entire life. I have had so much growth, like from the beginning of the pandemic around April, May of 2020 through, you know, April of 2021, there was so much growth that happened in that because I had to stay home. I had to spend time with myself, start prioritizing, spending time with yourself. And also being at home is awesome. I don't have to look any certain type of way. I can wear whatever clothes I want. I can wear my oversized t-shirts and my oversized hoodies and look all crazy, whatever. But I also can just be with myself. It's important for you to spend time with yourself because again, you were created by the creator of the universe. So it's vital that you spend time with yourself because he created you very specifically. You were curated and, and created very, very specifically down to the last hair on your head, to the last little neuron in your body. He created you the way that you are. And he also placed the desires and the purposes on your heart. Like the things that you love, your passions and your desires are not by accident. You didn't just land on them. Those are things that are placed very intentionally. So this is a total sidebar, but when we, when we talk about manifesting what God has for us, it's manifesting the passions and the desire, desires and the dreams that we have that God placed there. It's a big deal. In your personal life, start setting boundaries around your relationships. 
How much are you going to see people? When are you going to spend time with them? What are your conversations going to look like? I was having a conversation with my best friend the other day and I told her one of the things that I recognize in myself is that for whatever reason, over the past, let's say three to four months, I have noticed that I complain a little bit more than normal. And I don't like that about myself. I don't like to be a complainer. I don't like to be somebody who doesn't come with, up with a solution. I don't like that. I've never been that way. I've always been solution focused. And some people are solution focused and some people are not, but I definitely am. If there's a problem, I'm going to do the best. I'm going to go to the, or I'm going to step up to the best of my ability to find the quickest, most efficient, best solution. But I've noticed in the past three or four months, that I've been complaining a little bit more. So I'm talking to, so I asked, I told my husband, I want to stop complaining. And then of course I reach out to my best friend and I say, listen, I've set boundaries around our relationship. I have allowed you to call me out on my shit. Just like you allow me to call you out on your shit. If you notice me complaining, say something, but now listen, that's a boundary that I have set with her. If somebody comes out of nowhere that I don't even know and tries to tell me how I should be living or what I should be doing. No, sir. No, sir. No, ma'am. Whatever. I didn't give you permission to speak into my life. And honestly, friend, that's what you can say. And I understand that I'm a little bit more confrontational than others, but if somebody is in your life, and this is so key. So when it comes to your friends, acquaintances, people in your life, if somebody is in your world and they are giving out energy that you do not want, or that is not attractive to you, it's up to you to set the boundary. Put him or her on do not disturb, steer the conversation, walk away from the conversation. Um, especially when you start steering the conversation, uh, you become like magnets on the same side that become that are repelling. So when you start stepping up and setting those boundaries, I promise you people will fall off who are not, who are not meant to be there and start setting boundaries in your friendships. As you are talking to your friends, ask them to, like I, like I said in the support system episode. And again, I go into a little bit more detail in that episode, but part of your support system is having people that hold you accountable. And there are going to be people in your life that aren't meant to hold you accountable. For example, I have people in my family who, if they feel the need to say something to me about what I'm doing or the way that I'm living, no, no, thank you. I understand that you think that you're trying to be helpful, but I know that I'm doing what's best for myself, my family, and my future. So no, thank you. And it doesn't have to be anything rude. It doesn't have to be anything confrontational, but as a woman, you have to start setting boundaries and protecting your energy because when you allow one thing to come into your life, that isn't your energy, then you open up doors for other things to come into your life that are not your energy. And all of a sudden it does become your energy. And that's why it's so vital for you to set boundaries. I'm looking at a door right now in my room and it leads into our living room that, which is open to our kitchen. So for example, if my husband's cooking and the door is cracked, I can smell what he's cooking just a little bit. But if I open it a little bit more, I can smell just a little bit more. And if I open it all the way, then all of a sudden that scent has overtaken our bedroom, which I don't really want our bedroom to smell like food. I mean, I love food, but that's kind of gross to me. And it's the same thing with you. If you do not set boundaries in the beginning, you're cracking open the door. And then it's opening up a little bit more, opening up a little bit more and opening up a little bit more. And all of a sudden you are flooded with energy that you didn't even want in your life. And now that has become your energy and you have to go back to work to push the garbage energy back out of your life. And then instead of setting boundaries from the get, now you have to set boundaries in the middle of a relationship or once you're already in this like toxic mess and it's a hell of a lot harder. It's a hell of a lot harder to clean up an energy mess than it is to just keep it clean from the get.
Because again, like think about the bedroom. So then now that the scent's in there, I got to close the doors. I got to run the fan. I got to, you know, wash all the laundry because it stinks. It smells like food. And I got to do all that work. Whereas in the beginning, if I had just closed the door, we wouldn't even even have that problem. And I know that's like such a simple analogy, but really that's how it works. And it's so contagious. Energy is so, so, so contagious. And that's a good thing but it's, there's two sides to the coin. It can be a very good thing where if you are surrounding yourself with powerful, empowering energy, you are going to become a powerful, empowering person and your energy is going to radiate that. Whereas if you surround yourself with people who are negative and who constantly criticize and who um, just complain, you are going to eat that negative energy up. And then you are going to be the person who is radiating that. So it's really up to you what you want to give out because what you input, you output. Okay. The second area, and honestly, your personal life is the most important because it is so contagious. If your personal life becomes negative, that's going to feed into your work life and it's going to feed into your business. It just is. So it's very vital that you choose intentional, uplifting, positive energy for yourself, loving, serving, um, purposeful energy for yourself so that you're bringing loving and intentional and purposeful and serving energy into your work life and into, and especially into your business. So the second area is your work. So if you're like me and you work a nine to five, it's the conversations at work. It's the attitude that you bring into work and it's choosing to leave work at work. So I know there are some of you on here who, you know, work your nine to five, your part-time full-time job, and you own your own business. Um, or there are some of you on here who are in your nine to five and you really love it. And you are just on here to learn how to grow and to learn how to hit your goals and to learn how to, to, to have a promotion in your current job. Well, then it's very vital for you to take care of yourself personally, because then it pours into the job or the career that you love. And I just want to come on here and say, if you are in a nine to five or you're in a career and you love it, I don't, please don't feel any shame around that. Cause I think it's, it's kind of crazy because 2020, we had this, you know, the great resignation where people left their job because they felt underappreciated or undervalued. They weren't getting paid enough, yada, yada. For whatever reason, they realized they can make money from home. And we're seeing now that there's this greater emphasis in making money online, which is great. Shout out to women making money online and men, but women shout out to women making lots of money because from my perspective, women making a lot of money only makes the world a better place. But we're also seeing the other side of that coin where there's almost the shame in working or like shame in having a nine to five or shame in going into work. And I just want you to know if you're on here and you're listening and you love your career, sis, I am so happy for you. And there's nothing to be shameful about that. There's no shame to be had in the fact that you love your job. And I know it's like a societal norm to be like, oh, I hate my job or my job is bad. And we just complain about our jobs. I know that that's a societal norm, but for you, if you are somebody who loves your job, then that's a perfect opportunity for you to be like, yeah, I love my job. It's great. I'm learning. I'm growing. I feel like I'm right where I need to be. And again, if people don't appreciate that, or if they're snarky about it, well, good for you. You say, fuck yeah. Good for me. It is good for me. Thank you. Again, people who choose to have an, a negative attitude about you being happy and healthy are not your people. It's time to start setting boundaries. And sometimes friend, the, they are going to be friends in your life who you thought were your friends. And you're going to start recognizing and noticing more and more who your friends really are because your friends are happy for you. When you are happy, they celebrate you. When you celebrate, 
They don't throw pity parties. They don't say, woe is me. They don't say, oh, well, good for you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a friend. Even if a friend is at her low point, if she sees you winning, she claps for you. That is a friend. Even if your friend hasn't made it to the harvest yet, but here you are and your harvest is flourishing and you are reaping the benefits of everything that you have sowed, she is still going to clap for you. And if she doesn't, she's either one, not your friend, or she will come back later and say, I apologize for not rooting for you. That's what a friend looks like. Those are the kind of boundaries that you have to start setting and start noticing, start being more aware of the people who are in your life and the energy that they are feeding you. Because you are always receiving people's energy, whether you want to or not. And that's why it's so important to protect it. And that's why it's so important when people come into your world, if they are trying to feed you energy that you do not want for you to set a boundary and say, "Mm, no, thank you. So first is your personal life, taking care of yourself, taking care of your home life, your relationship, your marriage, your kids, whatever that looks like, which by the way, that should always be priority. Number one, your relationship with God and your relationship with self should always be number one. Then comes your marriage. If you're married, then comes your kids then comes everything else, including your business. And this is very, very, very important. Your business should never take priority over your kids or over your marriage or over yourself. Your business should never take priority over your personal life. And if it is, you got some boundaries that you need to set. If you are sacrificing time with your family like intentional time with your family at the sake of your business, since you have some boundaries that you need to set around your business sooner rather than later. This goes for all business owners. I am not, my business coach puts it this way. I do not deem myself successful if I make six, seven, eight figures in my business and my marriage is in shambles or my kids don't connect with me or I don't have time for my family. I don't have time for my friends. That's not success. Success is success in multiple realms. And this is why it's so important to set boundaries because when you are successful financially, you can also be successful relationally. And you can also be successful personally and spiritually and emotionally. Success is a big umbrella over your life, not in silos. If I'm a six, seven figure owner in my business and my business is successful, quote unquote, but my marriage is in shambles, there's no success there for me. Because I want to share my success in my business with my best friend, with my husband. And if our marriage is in shambles and I can't do that, then that is not successful to me. That's just six, seven figures in my bank account and a shitty life on the side. I kind of think like if you're, um, if you're at Waffle House and you're like, ordering, you're like, excuse me, can I actually have a six figure bank account with a shitty marriage on the side? Thank you. Smothered covered chunk dice. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. That's not success. That's just you with money in your bank account and nobody in your life to share it with. And I feel like that's like one of the most practical things, but still it happens all the time. We see it all the time. Women sacrificing their personal life at the sake of their business. And then they get to the point that they wanted to in their business, but they don't have anybody to share it with or their, or their marriage is on the brink of divorce or their kids have no idea who they are. They don't want to spend time with them. It's not success. And that's why boundaries are so important and especially setting boundaries around your business. The best thing that I ever, ever did 
for my business is one, invest in a business coach who teaches me boundaries day in and day out. So if you're in social selling or you're in network marketing, you need to go check out Kristen Boss. If you're noticing that you don't have boundaries in your business, I'm like a good beginning stages of learning to do that, but she will really completely change your outlook on your business. And you will have so much more joy in your business. I promise you, I have so much more joy and peace in my business once I hired a professional to help me out. And one of the best things that I learned is setting boundaries in my business, setting specific work hours and respecting those. If these are my business working hours, then I'm intentionally focused on my business. And when I'm done, I'm letting it go. I'm putting my hands up. I know there's always going to be work to be done, but I'm putting my hands up. I'm letting my mind come out of work mode and I'm moving into self-care mode or I'm moving into relationship mode or I'm moving into to, you know, quality time with my husband, whatever that looks like. But he, but I, and I communicated with him, which I'll have an episode on marriage for sure. What I know of marriage, I'm only about two and a half years in, but man, we have learned a lot. And also there's a lot to learn in your first few years of marriage. Okay. But for example, you know, when I get home from work, if I'm working from five 30 to six 30, that's an intentional hour where I'm working on my business. I'm not scrolling social media. I'm not cleaning. I'm not watching Netflix. I'm not dinking around with my husband, Justin. I'm focused in on my business, but when the clock hits six 30, I'm done. Whether the work got done or not, I set an intentional hour. And here's the thing, friend. And I love this again. I can't, I, I will always bring up my business coach because she's so wise. There's always going to be work to be done. Always, there will always be work that has to be done when you're running a business, period. So you take your intentional time, you work that intentional time. And when you're done, check out, check into your relationship, check into your marriage, check into your kids, check into yourself. How are you feeling? How was your day? Take a load off, relax for a second, but you've got to start setting boundaries in your business. Here's one of the things that I did too is, you know, I have my morning routine and I don't look at my phone until my morning routine is done. And typically in my morning, I get all my stuff done and I get out the door and I'm at work. So most times people know you're not going to get a response from me, um, before 9am, give or take, and you're definitely not going to get a response from me after 930. That's my hard cutoff because yes, I have my work hours, but of course I use, you know, I communicate with my, with my, um, clients and, but they know if it's past nine, you're not, you're probably not going to hear from me. You will hear from me the next day. Cause again, I have my boundaries and one of my boundaries is I'm going to check my messages. I'm going to check in with you, but in my specific time, if you're messaging people earlier on in the morning, you're messaging people late at night, they get it in their head that that is what is allowed. And I'm going into the weeds a little bit here, but this is for everybody. People only do what you allow them to do. Man, I should have started the episode there. People only do what you have allowed them to do. So people know if you message me at 1130 at night, that's fine. But my phone's on sleep mode anyway. So I don't even know that the message came through. And that honestly, if you have an iPhone and I'm sure Androids have the same thing. If you have a sleep setting on your phone, phone, turn that thing on. Because you will, you don't get calls. You get calls from your emergency contacts. You don't get calls from anybody else. You don't get Facebook uh, notifications. You don't get Instagram. Like I don't need notifications after nine thirty at night. What for? The most important person in my life is in the house with me. If an emergency happens, my emergency contacts can get in contact with me, or they can get in contact with my husband. I don't need to be working after nine thirty. Why? What for? 
tomorrow is going to come. And if it doesn't, then that was my time to go home anyway. You've got to start setting boundaries in your business to take care of yourself. It's not healthy for me to be on my phone after 9 30, 10 o'clock at night, because that's only going to keep me up later. And I don't want to stay up late. I go to bed early because I get up early and I get up early. So I have time with myself so I can work on my morning routine so I can develop myself so I can step into the world, a better person and step into the world, a better business owner. And I'm not going to give up my morning routine because I stayed up till midnight dinking around on my phone. You've got to start setting boundaries for yourself. And here's the thing too, is, you know, sometimes we scroll late at night on social media, set scroll time. This is what successful professional people do. They don't sit on their phone for hours, scrolling through reels, looking at posts, whatever, TikToks, whatever. Successful people set boundaries around their, uh, in their life because boundaries create a healthy life. I, I'm not on my phone past 9.30 because I want to be asleep by 10 or 10.30. And the blue light on my phone actually has a, um, a neuro, it, it causes a neurological response in my brain that actually keeps me awake longer. Did you know that? The blue light on your phone sets off a neurological response that keeps you awake. Because the blue light that's coming out is similar to, to light of day, your brain cannot tell the difference between the light on your phone being the light on your phone or the light of day. So if you're staring at your phone or not, your brain can't tell the difference if it's night or day. So therefore it's like, oh, we're supposed to be awake right now. It's the daytime. So it keeps you awake longer. So you set boundaries around that so that you can go to bed on time so that you can wake up on time so that you can step into your morning routine and spend time with yourself, take care of yourself, get your day started, start your day on the right foot. Because the way you start your day is the way you end your day. And the only way to change your life is to change your day because your day is your life. And the only way to change your day is in the morning. So if you're not getting up early in the morning and spending time with yourself, you need to go listen to the morning routine. But this is why we set boundaries. And it's the same thing, set boundaries in the morning. I don't go on my phone until I've done all the different things in my morning routine. Because I need to take care of myself first so that I can go out and serve others really well. Because in my business, I'm serving people and I'm taking care of them and I'm meeting their needs. But I cannot do that unless my own needs are met. And my needs are not going to get met if I don't set specific boundaries. And I know I went off into the weeds and went into a little bit of a rabbit hole, but I hope that you took some practical things away from that. Your business is not the end all be all. And I, it's crazy because I see women in my life who treat their business like it is. Yes, your business can be huge and successful and completely change your life, but it is not the end-all be-all, so stop treating it like it is. Your business is not more important than your kids. Your business is not more important than your marriage. Your business is not more important than you. It's damn sure not important than your relationship with God. It's not. So stop treating it like it is. You've got to set boundaries and set priorities. And I know I got really fired up today. I know I did, but it's just so important as business women that we choose to protect our energy. And friend, it's going to be hard at first. If you've never been the type that's set boundaries, or if you're somebody like me, who is typically a people pleaser, it's going to be hard at first, but I promise you it'll be worth it. And I also promise you that there will be people who come into your life who are safe for you. There will be people who leave and that might be hard, but there will also be people who come who are so good for you and so healthy and so helpful. 
So I hope today was really powerful for you. And I hope more than anything that you walk away from this episode and from your thoughts, you feel empowered and motivated, inspired, and also that you feel protected and you feel safe enough to walk into the world as your fullest self. And if you're not quite there yet, and you're wondering what that looks like, please reach out to me on Instagram. My, I will link my Instagram in today's show notes that you can reach me there. We can have a conversation about what that looks like. And if you're looking for a community that's safe, like I said in the episode, I have a powerful community that I'm a part of that I would love to have a conversation with you about and see if it's a right fit for you. And if it's not, that's okay. We can still be friends, but just know that I hope from this episode that you heard that you deserve people in your life who respect your boundaries. And you deserve people in your life who match your energy and you deserve to give off energy that's uplifting and powerful and positive. If you are living in an energy of negativity and complaint and Debbie Downer, that it it is going to affect you physically and mentally and spiritually. Your energy affects everything. So it's vital for you to protect it and start curating it to what you want it to be so that you become that person. Because when you carry around a positive, empowering, confident energy, it pours into your physical, it pours into your mental, and it pours into your spiritual. And we were created to walk in power. We are given the power of the creator of the universe, and we are called to walk in that. So start walking in your powerful energy. Hey, if you enjoyed this week's episode, would you please do me a huge favor, follow, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating, and please share to your socials. This helps me reach more women like you who are powerful and driven and who want to elevate not only their business, but their life to the next level. I appreciate you guys. I love your support. Let's make it a spicy week. Thank you.